Hey, welcome everybody to our Sunday Live. Uh, thank you for joining me. Hey, let me just uh, get right out of the gate and say this. Uh, we're in for quite a ride. So I uh, did give a warning to uh, my home church this morning and uh, we'll go into some more details tonight. But listen, there's so much that is coming our way um, that, that I, I'll lay some things out there tonight. All week long, I'm gonna be getting into them. Uh, but we're really gonna get into some things tonight. We're gonna be continuing in the book of Daniel, uh, Daniel chapter six. Daniel's gonna get thrown into the lion's den. He'll be protected, we know that. Uh, but title for tonight is Don't Comply. And so much is coming our way, and it is coming from pretty much every angle that we can think of. All right, I have a few short videos I'm gonna show you tonight, also a few short clips. Uh, the first one I'm gonna begin with, it's uh, about fifth generation war. I believe it's with uh, Dr. Mercola. It was a post from uh, Chad Bell. Chad's a great brother. And um, go ahead and uh, check this out because we're, right after this, I'm gonna start connecting all kinds of dots for us. Again, I wanna welcome you guys, but check out this short video clip. Okay, over the last three years, you have been subjected to the most massive harmonized, globally coordinated propaganda campaign in the history of the Western world, full stop. With this campaign, the governments of many Western nation states have turned, okay, this is key, military-grade psychological operations strategies, tactics, technologies, and capabilities developed for modern military combat against their own citizens. These are inconvenient facts. The world that many of us believed existed no longer exists if it ever did. Welcome to fifth generation warfare. The battlefield is your mind. All right, so that helps to uh, set the course of where we are going. And, and folks, I believe that the walls are closing in. I, I think we really need to pay attention. You, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, you need to say, Lord, grant me strength um, listen, if we're not raptured soon, uh, the, listen, these walls are closing in. So let's work through some things, some things I've reported and others have over the last few days. Uh, but let's get going, and we're going to go right on down the process. And I want you to think of this before we get going. When you go back to Nazi Germany, uh, it didn't start with the gas chambers, right? It's not where it started. It started with the, the Nazi party. Uh, they managed to get control. They didn't even have the popular vote, sort of for lack of other terms of reference. Um, not that it was the same as America, but they didn't have, they only had like 10% of the support of the people, I should say. Uh, Hitler did some very interesting things. One of them was a false flag uh, that enabled Hitler to be able to label the people who burnt this particular building down uh, to be able to label them, say they did it, and go out and arrest all of the people that were opposing him. We're seeing some very interesting things taking place today. Certain people have been arrested, uh, sentenced within the last week, 22 years sentence, um, other things going on. I'm going to get into some of these things because all of this is going in this particular direction, digital uh, uh, the Digital Services Act, all of this is happening at the same time. It's not an accident. Everything's closing in. But think of it with Nazi Germany. What did they do? Silenced the uh, opposition, silenced the other side. That's what they did. Uh, they controlled the media. They controlled the message. Uh, they decided what was truth, what was misinformation. That's how this began. They started doing all of these things. They censored speech. Um, silenced the opposition, as, as I mentioned. They divided the people into us and them, uh, two different groups. And them, what they did is they managed to labelize, uh, label them and marginalize the them. And they also managed to get their supporters through the media to turn against the other side. Uh, to, to shame them, uh, to go after them. Listen, the same tactics are being used right now, and we've seen them in operation, but I firmly believe that they are about ready to be 
stepped up to uh, another level. Just a few things to think about. Uh, check this out. It's slide number two, you guys. Uh, look at what this says. Future is digital. EU chief calls for global digital IDs and a new UN body to govern artificial intelligence. I want you to have that sink in, what they are talking about. Put, put that back up there, please, Noah. A future is digital. Look at this again. EU chief calls for global digital IDs, right? And who's going to control everything? UN body to govern artificial intelligence. Friends, I promise you, this isn't going to go well for anybody who's a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. The world needs international digital ID systems like coronavirus passports and artificial intelligence should be regulated by a body similar to the U global body, similar to the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen uh, said uh, today, Speaking before the One Future session of the G20 Summit in India, the top Eurocrat declared that the future will be digital and therefore more globalist institutions will be needed to set boundaries and regulations. Today, I want to focus on AI and digital infrastructure. As it has been described, AI has risks but also offers tremendous opportunities the crucial question is how to harness a rapidly changing technology. So this is what they're saying. This is a quote. These are quotes. In the EU in 2020, we presented the first ever law on artificial intelligence. We want to facilitate innovation while building trust, but we need more. What the world does now will shape our future. I believe that Europe and its partners should develop a global framework for AI risks. She said, and then she continued, another quote, global framework. Uh, she said that Europe and its allies should develop a global framework for AI risks, but that there will also need to be standards set by the UN. Friends, this isn't going to go well for anybody that's a believer in Jesus. Praise God that this world is not our home. She continues, we would need a similar body to the IPCC for climate change, again, same group she was talking about earlier. And here we need additional outreach to the scientists, entrepreneurs, and innovators. They need to provide the knowledge on the risk posed by AI, as well as potential benefits for humanity. Notice coming out of Europe. So I'm gonna get more into this next week because next Sunday, we're gonna be in Daniel chapter seven where we see the rise of the beasts and this revived Roman Empire. But it's, it's not a mistake, it's not a coincidence that we are observing a globalist agenda rising out of the West that is headquartered in Europe. I believe that the world's gonna be uh, divided into 10 different regions and run out of Europe. And when you start looking at everything and you're going, this is what they're doing, they're leading the charge on this, we see what's happening to America. America's capitulating. We have a terrible government. We can see what's going on. That's just one part of it, okay? Uh, there's more, okay, a lot more. So this is regarding the Digital Services Act. Uh, this was out of uh, uh, End of the American Dream, Michael Snyder. A draconian new law went into effect on August 25, so think two weeks ago, that institutes extreme censorship of the internet on a global basis. And I talked about this earlier in the week. You've probably seen it other places too. Check this out. The internet just changed forever, but most people living in the United States don't even realize what just happened. A draconian new law known as the Digital Services Act went into effect in the European Union, and it establishes an extremely strict regime of internet censorship that is far more authoritarian than anything we've ever seen before. From this point forward, hordes of European bureaucrats will be the arbiters of what is acceptable to say on the internet. If they discover something that you have said on a large online platform that they do not like, they can force that platform to take it down because someone in Europe might see it. So even though this is a European law, the truth is that it is going to have a tremendous impact on 
all of us. It's called the Digital Services Act. Now, think through this with me. You're saying, okay, for those of you living up in Canada, you're experiencing this. You're about ready to experience it on steroids. Europe, they're saying this is going into effect. And what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're going to decide um, what's misinformation and what's not misinformation. And we're going to make sure that the internet providers are shut down if someone like me, say J.D. Farag or whoever, uh, says things that they don't want people in Europe to hear. So go back to Nazi Germany. What happened? You control the opposition. You shut them down. You shame them. You divide into us and them. Friends, it's happening <laughs> It's happening at a, a, at a rapid speed. Didn't start with the gas chambers in Nazi Germany. This is how it started. And we are seeing this develop on a global scale. China's been doing similar ways of controlling the masses of people. But for those of you who followed China in years past about their social credit system, you know, I've said it, others have said it. I remember this 2016, 2017, 2018, talking about it, that the social credit system of China would be exported to the rest of the world, and the rest of the world is gonna figure out how to perfect it. And any megalomaniac, any wicked leader is gonna say, I can make this work with technology way better than what China was doing, say, five, six, seven, eight years ago with their social credit system. And social, it's about controlling the masses of people, silencing the opposition. Hitler's team decided what was truth, their truth. You hear Oprah Winfrey say, that's your truth. It's not a mistake. These are t this is language of the devil. No, there's only one truth. It is Jesus Christ. So they'll say, that's your truth. Well, we have found it wrong. Hence, we have AI Jesus. We have Yuval Noah Harari saying we've got to have an AI Bible, right? Because you can't say, this Bible is wrong. It can't be trusted. We need, we need one that we all agree, one that's right is what he says, uh, one that's truth. Their truth. That's what they're saying. So they're coming after the word. Think of this. Way back in the Garden of Eden, the serpent says to Eve, did God really say that? First of all, he cast doubt, right? Well, doesn't, no, no, Eve, you've got it all wrong. God doesn't want you to eat of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden because he knows two things. Eve, um, he knows you won't surely die if you eat of that fruit. In other words, he's getting her to think, you're going to live forever. You're not going to surely die. And he knows you'll be like God. What is the promise of these globalists with all of the technology, Neuralink and all the other things? They're saying you will be like God. They're saying the next religion is going to come out of the Silicon Valley. You're going to be like God and, and you won't die. This is, so what happens in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2? God says they'll send strong delusion upon, upon those who would not receive the love of the truth that they will believe the lie. What's the lie? I believe it's going to be just that. You receive the mark of the beast, for example. You won't surely die. You'll be like God if you worship Antichrist. They'll sense, God will send the delusion that they will believe it because they refused him. They completely rejected him. All right. So we have all of these things that are developing. We have the Digital Services Act. We have this first article that I quoted from. Uh, EU chief calling for global digital IDs. This is not a coincidence that the Bible told us these things. A global digital ID and a new UN body to govern artificial intelligence and tell us, monitor truth. Right. Check this out. Uh, Mike Adams, Natural News. Direct government censorship of the internet is here. So this is talking about, same thing, Digital Services Act. Censorship of the internet has just has been getting worse for years, but we just crossed a threshold which is going to take things to a whole new level. And then he goes on to talk about the same thing, August 25 Digital Service Act. Under this new law, he says European bureaucrats will be able to order big tech companies to censor any content that is considered to be illegal, disinformation, or hate speech. Friends, don't fall for this. We've seen what they claim is hate speech, what they claim is misinformation. This book here is claimed to be misinformation. It's claimed to be a lie. Hence, again, Yuval Noah Harari says, we need an AI Bible because 
this one is wrong. It's got errors. So this is coming. It's coming like a freight train. There's more. UN, again, uh, also Mike Adams. Natural News, the UN launching cyber army to aggressively push Agenda 2030 while suppressing everything they label disinformation. Now listen to this. The UN Peacekeeping Division has launched a program. This is different than the Digital Services Act. This is the UN. So you have EU, you have the UN. We got the things the World Health Organization is doing. We got the things the Biden administration is doing. We got all these different things going on. Uh, They've launched a peacekeeping division to recruit a digital army of young people whose job it will be to detect false information online and replace it with real facts. Okay, what's been going on the last, let's just go back the last year here in America. The wokeism. Uh, The wokeism has so many different forms, but one of the different forms of it, one of the many facets of it is that uh, is transgenderism, Uh, 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 A boy isn't really a boy, he's really a girl. Um, Now in California, apparently, from what I hear, I need to look more into it, been following it over the last few days, that if a parent um, gets involved to stop the transitioning of a child, apparently, it's a crime, and they'll take the child away from that parent. This stuff is evil. So what do we have? We have young people right now that are being trained as from little children, a three-year-old, Kaiser Permanente, reported the other day. A, bl- a whistleblower did. A three-year-old being told about transgenderism. It taught these things. Okay, so you start following it through the classes, kindergarten, elementary school, junior high, and what do you have? They're the confusion. They brainwash these people. And now what are they doing? The UN is bringing in these kids to decide what's false information. Folks, where do you think this is go? going. Known as Kanasha, the program was designed to appeal to people like this person here, Blessing Kaseya, a 15-year-old women's and children's rights activist who was trained in this, this act, this Kanasha program, alongside 30 other young people from a relay club who gathered back in June to learn about how to censor content. The objective was to build their capacities to fight against disinformation, which is taking on worrying proportions of social networks. Wow, the UN says about the program. In other words, anything like you guys believe in truth, they're coming. They're coming. Bill Gates pushes national ID system. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is pushing a national ID system that will enhance, says here, the slave state for the ruling class. These billionaire rulers, this article goes on to say, are putting a lot of money and energy into making sure they can track, trace, and surveil every single person on this planet. Wow. So much more here that I, I, I can't really say right this moment. By the way, joining me tomorrow is Nathan Jones Live. Joining me Tuesday is Brandon Holdhouse Live. Joining me Wednesday on the exclusive on the app is Alex Newman. And we'll be getting into these things. All right, there's more. CBDCs are coming. The final nail in the illusion of freedom's coffin. Folks, these things are coming, right? It's it's recognizing what is going on. So I'm going to work this out a, a little bit more, all right? few more minutes with me. I want you to think of this. So um, this last week, we've seen <clears throat> some people get, uh, uh, get uh, their sentences handed down to them in line with the thing that happened back in January a few years ago, which I can't really mention right now, but you guys can do the math, right? 22 years for one person who wasn't even there. Um, 17 years for another. So we're seeing these major prison sentences, all right? So let's go on. Ch- check this out. If you can pull up slide number three. Let's do a comparison. You guys can pull up slide number three. Look at this. Here it is. This is uh, Louis Yardell who posted this. Um, on the left, what do you have? Sentenced to five years for murdering an 18-year-old 
for the sole reason that the teen was a Republican. On the right, sentenced to 22 years for, you know what, and he wasn't even in Washington, right? So you see this, and you go, okay, wow. So what's really going on with this? I believe this is what's happening. Um, what, if you go back to the days of Hitler, in fact, I talked about it this morning, even, um, even at the time of Nero, so uh, Nero burns Rome, it's false flag, he blames the Christians, then he's able to round up the Christians and slaughter them, right? Get, get rid of them, they're a problem. This book is a problem. All right, you look at Hitler, what's he do? He has the opposition, what's he do? Uh, creates a false flag, I believe uh, has a building burnt down. People still argue about that, who burned it down. But it, it, it enabled Hitler to say, this group of people over here did it, therefore round up all of the opposition and eliminate them. I think in a similar way, this is what's happening right now. There's charges that seem fake, they, they don't seem real. I mean, you look and go, what really happened? Um, people are uh, arrested, um, uh, being indicted. You can follow all the things going on with Trump. Uh, but everybody around him, you start to watch and you go, all these people are being rounded up and locked up. What's going on? At the same time, at the same time that we have the Digital Services Act so that... Okay, it's in Europe, but that, if you have a, a, a website here in the States, it can be shut down because somebody in Europe might see it. I, we have a lot of viewers in Europe. I mean, so you look at this happening. So, you sh so what you manage to do is control all opposition, all the narrative. You arrest key people. This is my thinking. You can, I, I'm looking at it going, it's not a coincidence that all these things are happening at the same time. Think of some of the things we're witnessing. We know digital currency is coming. It looks like a planned economic catastrophe. Um, they keep telling us, beware of cyber attacks. There's gonna be a cyber attack. No doubt Russia will be blamed for that. Uh, we have the threat now, we're hearing every now and then of nukes, um, radiation problems. We have what's going on with Ukraine, Russia. We have no answers coming out of Maui. A lot of very suspicious things. Uh, I hear more and more every day. It's getting weirder and weirder. Uh, we have climate laws that are exceptionally oppressive. We have now, oh, we have another pandemic. I'm sure you all heard that one, right? Or several of them. So it looks like you see everything. Oh, and UFOs. Got, got to th go throw in the aliens, too. Listen, go back to the opening video that I showed you with, I think it was Dr. Mercola talking, we're in fifth generation warfare. This stuff's been going on. So this is what's happening. Listen, in, in all these different fears that are coming, uh, the, the brainwashing that's happening. I mean, you throw in all those things, then you throw in the transgenderism soup the rainbow flag, and you throw in everything else, you're going, what in the world's going on? Listen, if you don't have your Bible, great deception is here, and it's only going to get worse. And in Proverbs chapter 29, remember this, the Bible says the fear of man is a snare, it's a trap. So we have all these different fears. You, be careful. The fear of man is a trap. It's meant to trap you into this system that is being built, this beast system that is being built. But Proverbs 29 goes on and says, but it's the Lord who keeps us safe, right? Friends, you pay attention now more than ever because the walls are closing in. These things are all coming in. It's all, they're, they're planned, they're, they're working. I don't know what's gonna happen with the lockdowns. I can guess part of it may be just a test to see who's still gonna resist. How far can they push that thing? But they've got all these different things. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, that I just wrote down nine different angles. And I could probably find about 100 different angles uh, that, they are, that, that they are working. And uh, the last three and a half years, four years, it's, they've been able to figure out where their weak spots are. So hence, you had the Digital Service Act, right? Who's still been able to get out there? All these different things that are going on.
um, how do we deal with those who've resisted? They've, they've been uh, taking aims. Who's, gone, who's been compliant the last few years? Who has not, right? <sighs> Probably get in trouble for all of this tonight. Um, so much to say. Okay, I'm going to show you another video, a quick one, because I want to spend a couple of minutes in Daniel. Uh, but this, this other one is this gentleman. He's pretty ticked off. He's not interesting in complying with the digital money system. He's got cash, right? He wants to use his cash. So check out this video. We're going to roll it. It's a short video. And he's going to say, I am not going to comply with this, what you guys are doing. It's all of this, man. They're, I'm telling you, they're closing in. Check out this short video. Tracked and act to buy anything. I'm going to buy some strawberries, and I'm offering exactly the right amount of money here on the help desk. So you people take that money, £1.90, and I will take my strawberries outside. If you want to call the police, you can't take that. The police is on their way. You can't take that. Police is on their way. You can't take that. I have paid. I paid by legal tender. No, no, no. Don't break the door. Do not break the door. No, no, no. Don't touch. I paid by legal tender, and I am going out with my strawberries, and I'm going to eat them. I'm going to eat my strawberries. I paid by legal tender in this. Dystopian place. Yeah, hey, listen, I, listen, let me read Daniel chapter 6, verses 18 through the end, and then pull it all together, all right? It's a narrative. Daniel, he's going to be thrown into the lion's den. He's thrown into the lion's den. We've seen this already. We're going to pick up in verse 18 because we looked at it last week. Daniel's in there. The lions didn't eat him. King Darius is freaking out because he loved Daniel. And uh, he's thinking, oh, no, you're going to die. Well, God kept Daniel safe, right? So see how this worked out and come back. Don't comply is the title of the message. I'm telling you, Daniel says, I will not comply. I will worship the God of heaven. I will put God first. Listen, put God first. Put God first. There's enough Christians out there that say, no, Romans chapter 13 says, submit to all government. Is that what you're supposed to do? When you have governments that slaughter people, very wicked things? No, it's when the government comes against the word of God, you say, wait a minute, I will give to Caesar what is Caesar's, but I will worship God above the government. The system that's coming and say, no, you need to comply, you need to get in compliance if you're gonna be able to buy or sell. Baby, it's coming like a freight train. Daniel says, I will worship the God of heaven even at the threat of my life. I will not submit to these evil ways. You can't tell me I can't put God first. So what happens? Daniel's thrown into the lion's den. Let's read to then. Chapter 6, verse 18. Now the king, King Darius, Daniel's in the lion's den, and he spent the night fasting. No musicians were brought before the king, and he couldn't sleep all night. Uh, then the king arose very early in the morning, and he went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den of lions, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. And now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury, whatever was found on him because he believed in his God, because he believed in his God. That is so cool. Listen, check this out. This is a, a, a valuable thing to remember for everybody. Listen, Believe in God. Don't turn from that. Check this out. Slide number eight, you guys. Enoch. What about Enoch? Enoch was translated because he believed in God. Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain because he believed in God. Noah built an ark and saved himself and his family because he believed in God. 
Next slide. Abraham went to a city that was not his own because he believed in God. Moses chose to suffer affliction with his people because he believed in God. It is God who keeps us safe. Daniel says here, says here, whatever uh, Daniel, uh, so Daniel was taken, verse 23, up out of the den, no injury, whatever was found on him because he believed in his God. Listen, believe in God. I'm telling you, the walls are closing in. And they've been taking names the last few years. Who's compliant? Who hasn't? The walls are closing in. And it's going to get more difficult, I believe, in the near future. Could be now is just a test to see how many people are going to be compliant. Maybe they'll back off for a while. But I'm convinced it's coming. Maybe in the near future. Maybe not until 2024. But baby, it's coming. You've got to believe in God. You've got to trust in him. Don't turn to the left or right. Verse 24, and the king gave the command, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, their wives, wow. And the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. So for those people that say, hey, these lions weren't even hungry when Daniel uh, was in the lion's den. Oh, they were starving, so much so that they devoured their entire families before their bodies even hit the ground. Wow. And then King Darius wrote, to all people's nations, tongues uh, that dwell on the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is, li- he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one that which shall not be destroyed. His dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Darius says, man, I've got to give God the glory God is the one who has saved Daniel. Listen, let me give you a couple of takeaways. Look at this. Here's one takeaway. Ready? First one. Slide number six. When, here's here's what it says. When you mess up, listen, don't be too proud to ask God for help. Even with Darius, you look at him, and what's he do? He's turning to God. He's turning over. He can't get any sleep the night before. Oh, God, what have I done to Daniel? Right? When you've messed up, don't be too proud to say, God, help me. Number two, second takeaway, don't think that the riches of this world will buy rest for your soul. Darius was the king of the world at that time, the king of of Babylon. He's there, uh, the Medes and Persians, excuse me. He's the king. He's in charge. What happens? He can't sleep, right? Think of this good little saying to remember. Money can buy a pillow, but it can't buy rest. Did you get that? Next slide, number seven. You can put it up there. Money can buy a pillow, but it can't buy rest. Listen, keep God first. Keep God first in all things. Uh, When you see how this all worked out and you start working it out with Daniel and is being delivered out of the lion's den, and you see these people that were part of conspiring against Daniel, what happened? Here's the problem that they have with Daniel. Daniel's, he's at the top of Darius's kingdom. So they make a law. They create a law. They go, okay, we can't find a charge against Daniel. Let's make up something so we can label Daniel as the one who's against the government. <laughs> so that's what they did. They made the law so that you'd have to submit to the government instead of to God. This is what they are doing. They're changing things and saying, you're going to have to, uh, we all got to get along, and you are the problem. You're going to be labeled. They label people in Hitler's day. They've labeled people throughout the history of the world. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what happened? We're not going to bow. We aren't going to bow to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, no way, even at the threat of losing our life, they would not do it. This is how it works. They create laws, and they say, you've got to bow. Days of of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They create laws. They didn't like this Daniel. He worshiped the God of heaven. They didn't like that. And they make a law that you got to submit to the government, or you're going to be thrown into the lion's den. 
folks, this is what is happening. They've taken names. How do we deal with these people? Well, here's a problem. This book goes against the law of the United States of America. They're going to make it that way. It doesn't now. It supports the United States of America. They're, they're coming to get the Digital Services Act. This is what this stuff is about. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to decide what misinformation is. We're going to decide what truth is. It's going to be their truth, the Oprah truth. Because Oprah says, that, that's your truth. I remember she is the first person I ever heard say that. I'm sure it's been around since the Garden of Eden. But um, this is a reality of the world that we live in. And they are telling us exactly what they are going to do. So the UN's doing their thing. Uh, the, the EU is doing their thing. Canada and, and what's that crazy guy up in Canada, Justin Trudeau? He, the guy in California and him are competing for who can be worst. But you look at it, and this is the reality of it. And what are we going to have? Bill Gates says we're going to have a global ID. Everybody on the planet's going to have to be uh, have an ID because we want to all make sure that we, we 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 well this is our this is this is this is our planet. This world and you people who oppose it, your your problem. Listen, when you bring in UFOs into the picture, I mean, you start looking at that major deception, folks. Major deception. It's all part of it. The deception is only increasing. By the way, when you start looking at the UFO rhetoric, listen, I, I, I'm convinced when it comes to the rapture that two things are going to happen. One is there's going to be all kinds of chaotic events. The other thing is. UFO is going to be the perfect, uh, the, the, the perfect um, narrative to use for why uh, these, these creatures who are much more brilliant than us had to come along and remove the crazy Christians because they believed in the Bible. So that, get them out of here because they're getting in the way of the perfect utopian world. That's what we're being labeled as. The problem is it's spiritual. It's, it's a spiritual dynamic. Satan hates this book. It tells about his retirement plan, which isn't good, but it also tells people how to be saved, no longer be subject to his kingdom. He doesn't like that. He knows his judgment is coming. That is horrific, and he's going to take as many people down with him as he possibly can. He hates the Jews. He's out to, to eliminate the people of Israel because Jesus is going to be returning to, to uh, Jerusalem and rule and reign there from Jerusalem. There's going to be Jews there. They're turning to faith in Christ in unbelievable numbers. He hates all of it. But we see everything going in this same particular direction. Listen, don't believe the lies. I'm going to show you one more video. It's some more lies, all right? And this video is about climate change. And listen to what this lady says. The rich can get carbon credits. They don't have to obey the climate laws. Isn't that interesting? Check out this video. The digital identity mm -hmm. is not just a passport that you will have on, an, on your iPhone mm -hmm. in a digital form. It entails just about everything the government would like to know about you. Mm -hmm. And yesterday in the Dutch media, we saw a perfect example of what it could entail in the near future. Mm -hmm. We had the CEO of one of the largest Dutch banks say, why don't we start with a personal carbon credit? Oh. A carbon wallet, she called it, actually. Yeah. So right in line with the plans that the World Economic Forum people have for us. And she said it in a way that was particularly funny. She said, well, if everyone gets an individual personal carbon credit, why don't we make it so that rich people who, for example, want to go on holiday a little too often, uh -huh. can buy personal carbon credit from other people who, for example, can't afford buying plane tickets or eating meat too often. So we can that way swap it out all right so there i mean you look at that there's so many more things i would love to share with you guys tonight i would absolutely love to um i i look and go uh, it's just wild uh listen i'll take some questions here if you want to get your questions ready uh just reminder also nathan jones is going to be here tomorrow with me uh brandon pastor brandon is going to be here on tuesday with me Alex Newman, Wednesday, exclusive on the app, going to be a great week. And I also just want to thank you guys for just partnering with us. It helps us to be able to move everything forward, to be able to get the truth out there. I mean, people, 
I'm looking going, we are running to the finish line. We can see everything closing in and, and doing all that we can. Uh, and I want to thank you guys because pressing forward, listen, you know me, I've given this illustration before. I liken it uh, to, as the apostle Paul said, you know, you see the finish line, what Paul likened running the Christian race like a Christian, uh, like, like a person in a, in a uh, in the Olympics, running around the track. They see the finish line. It's the last time around the last turn. They see the finish line. What does every runner do? He runs as hard as he can. Even the one in last place runs as if he's going to get the prize. You and I, we see the finish line. And, and it's like, I'm running as fast as I can. And I know a lot of you guys out there all are also. We run harder as we get closer to the line. We don't pull up a chair. We don't sit down and say, I'm just going to take it easy and just kind of cruise into eternity and cruise into the uh, cruise until the rapture. Not at all. You say, I mean, I'm going to run as if I'm going to get the prize. I'm going to give it everything I got. And I, with that, as we give hope to the world and the truth out there, I want to thank you guys just for, uh, for partnering with us to be able to make it happen. It's your donations that help us to keep going. Um, and uh, so I want to thank you guys. Thank you so much. But uh, back on, on this also at the same time, I want to encourage you to subscribe if you haven't and share uh, these videos. It helps us to get the word out there. Also to like, it helps with the algorithms while we still can. And if you haven't downloaded the app, it's absolutely 100% free to download the app. Um, do it, and because we're doing more and more exclusive content uh, on the app. And again, it, it's, it's all free. And also, by the way, on the website, we have a downloadable version of the interview that I did with the, uh, the Holocaust survivors from Jerusalem. Uh, check it out on the website. You can download it and, and have it. It's, it's, uh, it's a free download. So. Um, so, uh, it, uh, yeah. So anyways, let's get on with some questions. Uh, Cindy says, what's the best way we can pray for you? Listen, <laughs> thank you, Cindy. The number th one thing we need is prayer, prayer for my, the staff here. Uh, we have several people in here now just trying to get everything to go forward. The enemy hates this. Uh, he hates any truth getting out there. And, and there's a lot of discouragement. There's a lot, there's difficulty and you know, just it's 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 things. You know, you just got to deal with stuff. You move forward. You give it all that you can. You race toward the finish line. And sometimes it's uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, so prayer, uh, the prayer. And the enemy attacks in all different ways. Attacks our heads. Attacks us uh, just in any way he can. Uh, the, the tech issues. Uh, I mean, there's so many different ways. So thank you, Cindy, uh, for that. Because prayer is the number one thing that we. Um, need. Pamela says, would Jackie make a perfect co-host? Uh, actually, you're telling me she would. Uh, she, you know, a few people have suggested I have my wife on here sometime. Um, uh, so maybe. Um, <laughs> I can't read some of these things. They're actually too funny about burping and uh, things, a, a gas that comes out of both ends. Allison, thank you. That's kind of funny. Uh, Cynthia, Lee Brainerd mentioned recently that there was a cataclysmic event in and around 700 BC that changed the number of days for a year from 360 to 365, what we use now. Uh, do you think that the way God wins the war for Israel in Ezekiel 38, 39, prophecy might change it back to 360 days? Listen, when you look at the biblical calendars, they're based on 360 days, right? So the tribulation period is 360 days. Uh, I'll have to talk with Lee. He'll be on the program soon enough and find out about the, we'll talk about the cataclysmic event he's referring to. But uh, the reason biblically you, you have a 360-day calendar is because everything was done off of the moon, and, and so that's how the lunar year worked. So in the tribulation period, it's not a period of each year is 365 days, it's each year's 360 days. So you have three and a half years, and you have the exact number of days uh, for what it is for three and a half years with 360-day years. Same thing with the second half of the tribulation period uh, because it's based off of the lunar calendar. So uh, that's why um, that is. But I'll have uh, Leon here soon enough, and uh, I'll ask him. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get into conversation about that. Um, let's see. Next question. Um, I'm looking. Okay, let me go over here. I've got questions coming in from different spots. 
There are. What do you think about multiple raptures? Chris, Christy Robles, I think it's nonsense. Um, I think it's absolutely nonsense, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I've heard so, there's so many different theories that go around about the rapture. Um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 15, in the moment of the twinkling of an eye, who's changed? All those who are alive in Christ Jesus. All those who are alive in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15. All. So if you're in Christ, you'll be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Uh, and then in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Who gets caught up to meet the Lord in the air with the dead in Christ? Those who are in Christ. So if you're in Christ, you're going to be raptured. And people put multiple raptures in. Uh, well, you weren't good enough, so you missed the first rapture. Uh, you're going to get the second rapture. And then there's this rapture. There's this rapture for this group of people and that rapture from uh, that group of uh, uh, that group of people. So I, I just, I just, I just think the multiple raptures are nonsense. I think a lot of these types of things they come up on the internet because it itches people's ears, and people engage with them. It gets zillions of views. Listen, be careful in the prophecy world. All right, in Second Timothy chapter four, I'll, I'll read it to you. Um, in fact, it's a passage that uh, Billy Crone just does such an outstanding job of teaching on it. In Second Timothy chapter four. Uh, Paul writes this. He says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. So again, they, they won't endure sound doctrine. In other words, they won't put up with the truth, right? So that speaks of our culture right now. I deal with that a lot in my new book. But they won't put up with the truth, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears. Listen, in the prophecy world, there's these things that come up, and I believe they're intended to itch the ears of the people. Go, I've got to listen to this. Listen, stick with the truth. And because there's, there's just weird stuff out there that isn't, I don't, isn't biblical. And they turn you aside from the truth. Paul says, but you be watchful in all things. Endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Be watchful in all things. So with Ezekiel, what was Ezekiel? He was the watchman, right? What are we supposed to be watchmen? I'm a guy. If you're a girl, be a watchwoman, right? We are watching the signs, and we're watching, looking at the Bible. We don't allow the signs to interpret the Bible. We allow the Bible to interpret the signs. People who say you shouldn't even be watching these things, well, why do we have literally hundreds of signs of the second coming of Christ if God didn't want us to watch, right? Um, why is it that when the disciples said to Jesus, what's the sign of your coming in the end of the age, why didn't he just say, I'm not going to talk about that? You guys don't need to be doing those things. Why is it in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus said, watch and be ready. Watch, therefore, I say to all Watch. Why does the Bible give us so many signs? Why does Jesus give us the exhortation to watch? Because when he came the first time, think on this. He's talking with the religious leaders, and he says, he says this to them. He goes, hey, you guys can look at the sky, and you know what's coming, what the weather's going to be like tomorrow, if you should go fishing or whatever. You can, and you know the Bible, the, the Old Testament, you, the, the Torah. You, you know that. So you should know, because you're keepers of the law, you're keepers of the Torah, you should know that the time of my visitation has arrived, the time of the Messiah's invitation, uh, visitation is here, that the Messiah should be here right now, and I'm talking to you. Then they said, well, give us a sign, another sign, right? No, you've got the word. Now, it's interesting, what was Jesus talking about? Well, in the book of Daniel, Daniel says, hey, 70 weeks are determined for your people. The angel tells, Gabriel tells Daniel that. And then he says, but there's going to be 69 weeks or 69 times, uh, 69 sets of seven years times 360 days in each year, right? From the time of the command to restore and build Jerusalem, that'd be from Nehemiah, until the Messiah is cut off. What happens? Jesus was cut off. There will be 
483 years by the Babylonian calendar or the lunar calendar, 360 days in a year. If you look at the time of Nehemiah and you fast forward to the time of Jesus, it takes you to, I believe, what many believe is the exact day that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey on Palm Sunday. So they could have looked at the prophecy, they knew the prophecies of Daniel, and known that the time of the Messiah was then. So Jesus, Jesus rebuked them. You should know the time is now. In the same way, God has given us prophecies. Now, did that mean from the time the Messiah was born and, and all these different factors they could figure in? They should have had a pretty good idea. The basic time frame of, the first, uh, of when the Messiah came. If you look at that with the prophecies regarding the second coming of Christ. And you realize, wait a minute, we have all these different things that are culminating at the same time. They're converging at the same time. While Israel's a nation again, while Israel has Jerusalem again, and there's many pastors, most pastors that are out there saying, don't pay any attention to it. That's the same thing the religious leaders were doing when Jesus came the first time. Saying, don't pay any attention to that. That's just nonsense. They're saying it now. So what are we to be? Watching according to the word, right? Not the crazy stuff that's out there, because there's some crazy stuff out there in the prophecy world. And these guys are really good at twisting things to make it, they'll just draw you right in. Don't have the itching ears. Don't, don't go down that path. What are we to be? Before that, verse 2, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Then verse 5, you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Folks, I don't know when we're getting raptured, but the walls are closing in. We need to be like Daniel. We need, listen folks, keep God first. Keep God first, because if we're not raptured soon, baby, they're closing in. Arresting certain people, sentencing them, bringing in charges, fake charges. I'm expecting false flags. They don't care. Blame it on this group of people. Hitler did it. Nero did it. It's been done throughout history. It's been done in America before. Right? Be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Tell others about Jesus and fulfill your ministry, fulfill your calling, whatever it is, right? So I'm a man, I'm a watchman. If you're a woman, you're a watchwoman. But be strong in the Lord. Press forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, look forward to seeing you guys. I'll be with Nathan Jones tomorrow, uh, Pastor Brandon Holthouse on Tuesday. Alex Newman will be joining me exclusive on the app on Wednesday. That's going to be quite the wild ride. God bless you guys. Thank you for uh, joining me tonight. And do, if you would, like, share, subscribe, send this out there, and download the app. It's absolutely free. And check out the website. You can download uh, the interview that I did with a couple from Jerusalem. It's a free download. God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.